Blog Talk Radio. right now making herself a ginger ale and rainbow sherbet float at the moment and I am drinking coffee out of my twisted paranormal society coffee mug I picked up some um, honey bun coffee you know the hostess honey buns they have a I got I got at the Christmas tree shop like a few months ago and she's looking at me like I'm like a, I got two heads over here but this honey bun coffee with French toast flavored uh, 
coffee creamer. Mostly drinking this to stay warm because it's about 30 degrees in here. You know what? <laughs> it's like 90 degrees outside, and I'm sitting here with my, you know, the red Outer Banks hoodie uh, sweatshirt on and long pants because uh, we like to keep it Arctic temperatures in here, which is better than sweating our, sweating our ass off, right? Exactly. So let me um, let me first get started. Let you know. Uh, welcome to the show, by the way. Thank you for listening. If you're listening now, great. Hello. If you're listening later, or you're downloading the podcast later, great. Hello. Nice, nice for you to come join us. Um, we got some uh, like some housekeeping uh, stuff to take care of before we uh, get started here. Um, we have uh, some news. This. This is, our, this is our last show for on Sunday nights. For Sundays, I don't even listen. This last show on Sunday nights for a while, maybe permanently. I don't know, but we are going to see the way the world works. Yeah, yeah, we're going to see how you know. We just go with the flow. We go with the flow, but the flow was taking us to Tuesday nights. Um, Angie got a job working at a, as a camp counselor. At, no, a camp nurse. Oh, oh. Definitely not a counselor. God bless those counselors because they do the hardest job. And, yeah, I couldn't. I could not. I mean, the long and the short of this, she got a job at a camp. Yeah, I got a job at camp. And um, Camp nursing for the summer. Sweet. Now, this is not my first go of it, so I, I know what I'm getting into. I'll be returning to Camp Hanover. This is my first go of it. This will be his first go, and it's going to be interesting because he is definitely not a – Definitely not a camp boy. Yeah, I, I am a. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people who are like, oh, go for a week. Oh. By the time the week is done, I'm like, I cannot wait to go home. By the time the day is done, you're like, all right, let's so go I home think, now. I, yeah, I know exactly. So, uh, yeah, I may be, I may be coming home and sleeping in the house with the ghost every like, every once in a while, just to, just to. Uh, of course, we, we still have our apartment here, mm-hmm. so, you know, we're, we're having an apartment and it will be out in the camp handover. So. Sunday nights are like first, check-in day. the check-in day, yeah. So she's a nurse, so she's got to be, you know, getting up med, meds and doing all this, doing all this stuff, and it's just tough for her to try to do the show. Um, yeah, and it's not do all possible stuff. on Sunday. Yeah, it's just too much. So I think we're going to we're going to do is going to move just back to Sundays, and we'll be, we'll be going from nine to ten. So because our friend Jerry, five time with Jerry, is going to go slide right into her slot in front of us. So it's going to be like we're going to have like a reunion. I'm so, I'm so gonna, excited. Jerry's coming I back. I know. We're going to be reunited and it feels so good. Good. That's right. That's how it goes. So we're excited. Um, I am kind of sad that we're leaving Supernatural Sundays. It was fun, you know, being in the show before, you know, hanging out with me on, you know, Howie and all them and being part of that, that deal. Great. Yeah. Um course you know we'll always be sharing howie's shows and we'll give him all the love he you know and we might be pro- back yeah you know, i mean we don't know what's going to happen we just know from i do enjoy having the show from eight to eight to nine because of it's, it's good that's getting done early yeah you know yeah um but i think um yeah i think it's i think it's, it's going to be fun it's good to have it's good to be back with jerry and stuff i think our guests are, we're actually on the on the line oh they're there they're on the line, said they cut off. They're like tired of hearing us talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want the shot. Oh. Come on. Jeez. 
<laughs> uh, only a few more a few more things to talk about. Um, we've got we've had some weird shit happen here the past few days. Yeah, it's definitely been an interesting couple of days. Stuff falling off the shelves and stuff. There's always Knocking stuff on the door. Yeah. Yeah, and the stuff that's falling, stuff that's falling off the shelf is never stuff that I would notice. You know, a cup fell off the shelf, but I don't know where the cup was, so I can't be well. It's it was, and, but I, I never put stuff on the edge of a cow or on the edge of anything where it could just fall off by well, itself. Well, it was in a cabinet with the door closed. You know, so I mean, if it's gonna, it can't be on the edge. Like it's got to be somewhere where it can slide, hit the door, and then yeah. fall. You know what I mean? Plus, saying? I was in, I was, I'm like, well, you have people like, we well, have a kid. Well, the kid can't reach that high. One thing, and the kid was in the, the was kid, in, yeah. was in the living room with me. Angie go look. I'm I'm at my back turned. I'm at, I'm standing by the front door. I'm at my back turned, looking for and looking at her. Uh, and he she's looking out, and she said someone just walked by. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, well, it's outside. Is it, is it a person? And describe what she saw. It was just like a black figure, probably a little shorter than you, probably a tiny bit taller than. Than me, so a lot shorter than me. Um, just kind of walked behind you from, and you know when someone's coming from up the steps, you can see how they gradually get taller. Yeah. Well, this didn't do that. Like it just went straight across, like it was going down the hall behind us, which is not really a hall. It's open. It's just an yeah, open floor. It's, it's an air. open area, you know, for an apartment complex. But. Like, literally, there was no door open and closed. Didn't hear anybody going back down the stairs on that side. Like, and it was just a dark black figure. No mm-hmm. clothes, notice, just And you've seen it, like, you've seen it more than once, right? Yeah. And our, like, I thought in itself. the apartment, RJ will just stare in the kitchen. You know, he's been staring at our closet lately. And, I mean, it's just a lot of crap yeah. going on around here. I mean, that's one of the reasons I'm like, well, I might stay here by myself. And then again, I'm like, I really don't be dealing with this shit. Yeah. You know, so it's uh, it's been interesting. It hasn't really done anything too terrible yet. Um, watch watch stuff start. I can't say stuff, stuff not flying off the shelves because it's already that started. Yeah, already started please, no. Um. But yeah, that's what's going on with our our uh, ghost problem here at the apartment. Um, this weekend, so this weekend I'm part of uh, Commonwealth Researchers of the Paranormal. All right, CROP for short, and we have a overnight investigation at Pamplin Park this weekend. Pamplin Park is a battlefield in Petersburg, Virginia. Lots of casualties, big, huge, I think 400 acres, and you can spend the night out there. It's lots of activity. I can't be there because I have a lot of stuff going on. My daughter's graduating from high school. Our Angie's birthday, happy birthday, Angie, Woo. is on Wednesday. So, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of stuff going on this weekend, so I can't be there. But if you listen to this podcast and you're like, hey, I want nothing to do. I got nothing to do this weekend. <laughs> I want nothing to do. <laughs> if that case, just that stay home. That sounds like my life. Exactly. Just stay home. If you want nothing to do, just stay home because don't listen to this because, you know, there'll be something to do. That's not what you want. So, But if you want something to do and you're bored and you want to look for ghosts, you know, go out to Hanson Park. And, of course, if you're bored and you want to look for ghosts, come out to the cabin on 360. We have we have ghosts there. We have lots of ghosts there. We are. God, ghosts come out the ass over the cabin on 360. Oh, That's yeah. interesting. Could you film that? 
I might. Ghost coming out the ass. That's what. Uh, that's what my <laughs> my fart really bad. That's what it is. It's a ghost coming out my ass. Yeah. Mm. This coffee has something in it. Tiredness. Hmm. Not anymore because I'm drinking this coffee. Mm. So. I think we're done with our housekeeping. Midget. I could bitch and moan about the past week we've had, but you know what? No one wants to hear that. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, put our guests on the line here. We've got Paranormal 3.0 on the show with us tonight. They are a paranormal investigator, paranormal investigative group, I should say, out of uh, West Virginia. Let's see here. Uh, they, they also, their main focus is demonic and occult-related hauntings. Ooh. Yeah, I know. This should be fun. Our team of, uh, interesting, our team of experts always will look into whatever inexplicable situation concerns you. We utilize the latest equipment as well as our intuition and knowledge with us, your peace of mind is guaranteed. Well, that's good. That's good. I'm reading off their, I'm reading off their website here. Super excited to talk to, talk to these talk to these folks here. So let's go ahead and put them on the show and uh, see what they have to say. Hello. How are you? Hey, Ryan. What's going on? Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Uh, we're doing really well. We're uh, hanging out by the beach today, enjoying some sun. Ooh, nice. Uh, now, now I'm jealous. I know. Now we're sitting here <laughs> in our kitchen looking at the mess that our son provided for us. I mean, I might uh, have helped a little. Plenty of that waiting for us when we get back home. <laughs> <laughs> He's discovered Play-Doh, and, uh, yeah, he, we actually got him this pizza-making set, and he thinks that if it's in the shape of food, then it's got to be food. So <laughs> He's eaten more Play-Doh in two days than... I really think he's pooping Play-Doh. He's a Play-Doh fun factory coming out, coming out of his butt. And there's more Play-Doh in every nook and cranny in this house that I've ever seen in my life. And he's I work got, at a daycare. He's got rainbow poop. Terrible. So now that we like talk about our son's <laughs> This is a way, way, a great way to start the show, right? Absolutely. What I got myself into. So which, uh, which beach are you guys at? We are in uh, at uh, Emerald Island, North Carolina. Oh, nice. I used to go there. That's yeah. awesome. That's a beautiful place. Beautiful place. Beautiful weather right now. Nice and peaceful. Love it. Are you doing some uh, lighthouse ghost hunting while you're there? You know, we've we've seriously been debating uh, maybe popping in a few places, but. Uh, you know, family and all that good stuff. So I don't know if we're going to be able to or not. But if we do, check the page because we'll keep you posted. Yeah, when we go to the beach, it's hard to find time yeah. to go out and investigate because you feel like when you're on vacation with your family, there's something to do every night pretty much, and it's hard to get away and do and do that. You have to really got to be focused on on that because then you got to want you want to you want to come back and see all the evidence. It's hard to do that with everybody around. It's it's tough. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Plus, it's good to stay focused on family while you're down there and mm-hmm. stuff, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, it's always nice to get for a bit. I'm having a total like memory loss here. 
Did I? Did I? This is. Did I? Were you ever talk? Do you ever contact us about the cabin on three sixty? Yeah, I think we've. Uh, we're. Okay. I think we're uh, scheduled to go there next month. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm like. I knew I talked. I'm like. I talked about the cabin. Yes. All right. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So how did. You, how did you get into this and in, into the paranormal? Tell us, like, how how you guys got started. Were you always into it, like, as a, as a kid, or did you – was it something that ha- just happened recently? Sure. So with, with me personally, um, my journey with the paranormal and the unknown started when I was young, you know, maybe, maybe seven or eight years old. Uh, I remember living in a house – that my mom and stepdad had. We just moved there and uh, waking up with sleep paralysis. Of course, at the time, you know, had no idea what any of that stuff was. But um, that was when I first encountered a shadow figure. And, uh, you know, of course, it scared me to death, had no idea what was going on. Um, Several years after that, when I was maybe preteen, some things started happening again where I would hear stuff, was always seeing this one particular figure and that's just piqued my interest. And then from early teens to thirties, here I am today, still, uh, still enjoying it, still trying to find answers. Well, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Okay. Well, she looked like she's about to say something. So, uh, I probably should have told us as you did this before. Um, why don't you, why don't you guys introduce yourselves so people know who, who's talking and stuff. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Well, well, my name's Austin. I'm uh, the lead investigator. I started Paranormal 304 back in 2016, and then with me is... Maria. Maria's a little gun-shy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're crazy over here. Just, you know, just just relax. It's all good. We, we talked know, about yeah. our son's poop, for yeah. Christ's sake. We don't know what the hell we're doing. We're just we're having a good time. Yeah. 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 We, we, very, we good point. Point. very good point. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, we've been there. We've got a we've got a toddler ourselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, Aww. God it, bless you. May the force be with you. How old is how old is the boy or girl? <laughs> boy. Okay. Oh man, double down. Oh yeah. Let me tell you, uh, I have a girl. Four. We both have girls, and the girl did not adequately prepare us for this this boy. No, he they she did not. Right, no. So we yes, God bless. I feel so close to you right now. God, it's right? Not, we're we're bonding <laughs> over here. Whole new experience. You think dealing with so, ghosts and all this other stuff's hard? Try dealing with a four-year-old. Oh yeah. So it doesn't get better. <laughs> yeah. So you're telling us it doesn't get better. I'm like, well, maybe if he if he, he can understand what I'm saying, he won't do what he's doing. No. No. So there's, there's no hope. There's no hope. Right. Yeah, start praying. Accept it. Now. <laughs> yes, right. Just, just okay. Just all right. So it was Maria. Yes. How did how did you get involved in the paranormal? Oh, I mean, I've always been interested in it, and I've always experienced stuff when I was little. But um, my family's not big on the paranormal, and then when I met Austin. Um, I guess I had an encounter um, where um, I fell into depression and I told him some stuff and 
um, he ended up opening up to me about how he was into it. And that's just whenever he decided to start the team. And, I mean, pretty much, yeah. That's cool. You guys kind of bonded over the paranormal. That's kind of like what happened with us. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. we had that same kind of experience, you know. So are, are, do you guys balance each other out? Like are, are one of you more skeptical than the other? Because that's how we are. We, we balance our, each other out nicely. Mm. I am definitely, definitely like more scientific and a little on the skeptical side, even though I do have some abilities. I mean, yeah. And Ryan yeah. is just like, oh, my God, it's a ghost. I mean, not everything. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like, yeah. you know, every, like, we, every noise. We, oh, my God, we're haunted. We're possessed. We go through the same things. Maria here is uh, is uh, very intuitive, sort of speak, and uh, can can often see and feel things that I can't. So I'm always the one saying, "Are you know, are you sure? Are you sure that that didn't just kind of maybe maybe somebody bumped it and it fell off on its own?" Or I'm always running around behind her, like, "I don't know. Let's check the tape." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Angie's the same way. She's got she's got the she can see things. I'm more feel. But you you saw that spirit. Yeah. You know, she, she sees spirits and stuff. Um, so you did you when you started Paranormal 304, was Maria part of the group, or was, was did she join later? Uh, Maria started with me. Yeah. She started with me. Um, we're, uh, we, got, we were married in 2018, and uh, we started the group in 2016 a couple of years prior to that so uh, yeah she's been there since nice. the get-go and how many people are in the group we've got uh four solid members right now we've got myself maria uh tesla who uh runs our cases and we have uh chase in the group as well he does a lot of our tech stuff tell us about your first case what what was that about? What 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 uh what can you remember of that uh, that case? Which one? The first investigation. It might have been yeah. So yeah. That was that was freaky. Yeah. So before we had the solid group we have now, we were you know we we were experimenting and with other people. But anyways, we had went to a place um, that a friend recommended and went with us called the Chimney. Uh, in Clay County, West Virginia, and the rumor and the story behind the place was uh, the local townspeople had caught wind that witches lived in this house out in this big open field. And um, oh, as wow. retaliation, they they burnt down the house, and the only thing left of the standing of the house was the chimney. And uh, they said they believe it's still standing because the witches drew some kind of or did some kind of spell, you know, right in that particular spot. So that was the story behind it and why we kind of wanted to go there. Um, I think that night when we went out, of course, we always go out late. I think it probably probably around midnight. The moon was beautiful. You could see, I mean, as far as you could want to see. And um, what was, was the first experience? Was it the howling? Was that the first thing we caught down there? Yeah, so the, I think the first thing we we caught on camera and on voice recorders was this insane 
yelling, howling noise. And it sounded like, you know, you, maybe it could have been an animal. I don't know for sure. I never could quite debug it. Um, but we caught that. Of course, it, it was screechy enough to, to send shivers down your spine. And um, mm. throughout the night, we each member had had something happen to them. Uh, one experience where we uh, a couple of them were touched by what we think were maybe children um, that were kind of still lingering. We don't know for sure, but that's what yeah, we're you assuming. Can you can hear the sure. laughter. Um, I had gotten shoved. I'm, I'm. No, you didn't get shoved. <laughs> you got lifted up into thin air. Well, oh, I wow. got pushed very, very. <laughs> I got pushed very, very hard. <laughs> and uh, I have a, a, a very bad tendency of trying to pro- provoke things. And um, so I was doing my best to provoke, you know, whatever was there to try to get some type of reaction. And I got a reaction, and uh, it hit me. It felt like something just like just smacked me full force like maybe a linebacker and uh, knocked me through the air a couple of feet backwards and I had this huge, huge um, bruise on my chest, big red mark. I mean, it was just it was insane. Never have that has that ever happened to me and I hope it never happens again, truth be told. Yeah. Wow. That's it. That's your first case? That was yeah. our first like, yeah, team, yeah. Wow. She's talking about being shoved into the deep end. Jesus. Yeah. All right. You just went right. a ball into that. It was, it was crazy. Uh, so, I, I, you know, you see stuff like that on, on television and you watch videos and things too, but you never, you never really think it's real until it happens to you. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, I've said it before. You don't, you don't, you don't really believe it until it happens to you. There's always that doubt until it happens to you. And then some people don't still don't believe it, which I don't understand, but you know, that's just that's just me. Now, have you guys ever had a I'm getting the hell out of here moment? I mean, that sounds like it's pretty close to one being pretty much lifted up off the ground. Yeah, that does, that doesn't do it, you know. Yeah, know. like is there a case that comes to mind that you were just you almost didn't make it through? Well, well, that I mean, that one for sure. We did leave right after that, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's what I was gonna there's, say. Yeah, there's been we're a few where we uh, had moments where we were like, we should, we should probably get out of here before things get a little too out of hand. What, what was one of them you can think of? Mm. Um. Well, the. Well, what about the opera house? Then we we ended up leaving early. Oh my early gosh! Yeah. yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. You want to hear you tell that one? Well, I'm going to miss uh, details. I, I, really, <laughs> I remember wanting to leave, but I think my reasoning was because I saw a girl, and she like freaked me out because she was like looking dead into my eyes, and she like. I don't know. It felt like she was like trying to get get into me somehow, some way, and I just didn't like that feeling that she didn't get off. She didn't give off a very good vibe or anything. So she kind of freaked me out, and I couldn't really tell anyone about her um, because she she like wanted me to keep my mouth shut the entire time. If that makes sense. But um, the girl was a ghost. I don't know why. Was it a ghost girl? 
What was it? Was it a ghost girl? Was it like was the spirit or was it an actual person that just r- no, r- rubbed no, you the no. wrong way? Oh, ghost. Um, oh wow. Yeah, like no one else saw her. Like I, I could see her. She was sitting in the aisle, um, the far left, and then she would like walk, um, um, like in front of you or something. But like, I don't know. I remember we were in the hall. I can't well, the, remember. The place everything. where we were at was was the Rose Opera House in in um, was it in Ohio? No. It's in Kentucky. It's in yeah, Kentucky. it's in Kentucky. In Kentucky, and it's a super cool place if you ever get a chance to go there. It's there awesome was that place. time, but there was also um, with the you wanted to sleep upstairs, and I didn't want to sleep upstairs, nor did Tesla want to sleep upstairs. That was the same place. Yeah, that's, yeah it's that's the same place, right. same place, but different timing. Yeah, so we've, and, we've been there twice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I rem- I remember you because see we were we were downstairs. In the bottom level of this opera house, which they had turned into a movie theater, and uh, you know, you, when you when you've been with somebody for so long, you can kind of pick up on some things. Like if they're feeling uncomfortable, I'm sure you guys probably can can say the same about yourselves. But you know, I I remember questioning her and asking, you know, like what what's going on? Why are you being so quiet? You know, this and that. And, I can't tell you. Yeah, you know, we we took we decided to take a break and we ended up going outside because it was in the dead of winter. It's cold in there anyway, so we got went in the car and warmed up. And uh, one of our team members fell asleep in the back seat, and that's when uh, you decided we were, that you want to get back. Yeah, there. I went back in there because I had some equipment. I was like, well, I'm going to check the uh, cameras, so I go back in, and as I'm walking in, there's a staircase to the left, and right in the staircase on the opposite side is a mirror so you can look in that mirror and kind of see up the steps so i'm going in almost to where the staircase is and here goes a black figure in the mirror going up the steps and same one that i saw yeah to be honest with you i, I froze and i was like wait a minute i <laughs> looked at him and me. i was like you saw her didn't you and he was like you saw saw who and i said i tried to explain to him what i saw and he said yeah yeah i did and that's when she told me the, the the feeling she had and like what she was the the vibe she was getting about how you know I'm, I'll, I'll just say malevolent this particular entity was. So we decided to uh, we ended up Pack calling it. Yeah, we packed it up that night after that. Cause headed out after seeing it and feeling it for myself. I was like, yeah, this is some bad juju. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Man, I really cannot wait to get you guys to the cabin or to the store more. Appropriately, the the Rick, the Rick Rancher, just to see what you guys can pick up on out there, because it's been they've got some pretty you know <clears throat> interesting uh, stuff being caught out there. Um, I'm super excited about having you guys out to come out here next month. Oh, it'll be a lot of fun, I'm sure. Oh yes, definitely. So, um, what do you think was the, like? What do you think was a like the spirit? belonged there or was it a what was it like an evil like demonic spirit you think you saw or what do you think it was at the theater you you've got more insight than i do i think it was more like demonic because it wasn't very friendly or um it, it didn't get off it didn't give off a very good vibe like it didn't want you there um it definitely didn't want me to speak about it or anything. 
um, like I couldn't even, I couldn't talk the entire night, literally. Like I was scared to. Oh, wow. So it was like a territorial thing, like it was protecting its territory and didn't want you yeah. to know too much, sounds like. Yeah, that's, the, that's definitely the vibe we got off of it. it. I could say that we did get some in, in pretty incredible footage there, too, of, uh, of some spirits moving about while we were actually on Facebook Live, which was insane. But uh, that place is, is very active. And we've been back, and the second time we went back, had a similar experience where uh, nobody seemed to be brave enough to go upstairs by themselves just and I think it was because of that particular entity. Can't say for sure, you know, but definitely something something darker there, no doubt about it. Uh, so I read on your your website um that you guys are in you guys do a demonic and occult cases. Having a yeah. four year old, are there certain cases that you're like, I I can't do this or I'm afraid for like taking stuff home with you when it comes to, you know, having a kid at home. Sure. There's, I mean, there's been a few that I've, I've, you know, thought about long and hard before we, we've gone out and done them. Um, my, my thought process is, you know, we have a little bit more power than whatever's out there. You know, we're alive. It's not, but I, I think if we have the right mindset, we can keep away, you know, anything trying to attach to us and come home with us. That's that's mm-hmm. a good thought, anyways. So, is there's like, is there anything that you do when you're leaving, um, like a, a one of your some of your worst um, investigations, or, um, you know, to kind of keep the stuff there or protect yourself from not bringing it home. Yeah, you know, because so, I'll tell you, I am, I'm like the yeah. past month, I have been thinking a lot about, because I have taken pretty much a hiatus in doing some investigating since we had our son, um, you know, for reasons of, A, when I got pregnant, like my abilities just blew up. Like it was insane throughout my pregnancy and right after. Um, so I really didn't want to. Um and then, too, like, I'm always kind of worried about the things that I can see and feel and bringing any of the, that emotion home with me because I feel like children are very sensitive, whether they have abilities or not, to that sort of thing. So I've been thinking about getting back into it recently because, you know, he's three now, can leave him alone with the teenager. Um, but, like, what what do I do to kind of, keep that there other than saying, okay, nobody, you know, the old cliche, you stay here, I'm going home now, which honestly I don't think works. Right. So now um, I was studying, um, taking some demonology courses and some things like that uh, a couple of years ago. Something that was, that was said to me by one of the, the teachers was, you know, anytime you do something that involves um, otherworldly beings before you leave that place, you always want to you always want to bless yourselves with holy oils or holy water, something of that nature. Um, rebuke it, and you know, of course, I'm I'm Catholic, so in the name of Christ, you know, if you're something else, I'm sure there's another protocol you could go by. But um, 
you do that, you have faith that uh, that your higher power is going to protect you and, and leave whatever's there there and move on. That's that's what I was told to do, and that's how I've always tried to do it anytime we've left anywhere. I really need to, you really need to believe in what you believe in, like because that's Absolutely. the power right there. Yeah. You know, if you don't believe in it, then it's just words. Hey, I think all this stuff going on around here is your fault. I think you brought something home that night of the investigation about a month ago. What's the investigation? The last one that you did. Adam? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, oh, what? I didn't. I didn't even. Oh, I didn't even. I was sitting there hanging out at the at the at the law cabin. See, that's when it gets you. You just hanging out and it just attacks you. Yeah, I just brought. I brought some. I brought some guests home with me, maybe. Um, I really think you did. It's definitely. It's definitely picked up a lot over here, but it's nothing terrible. Do you guys feel like you've ever brought anything home with you? And if you did, how did you? How did you get rid of it? Do you want to tell? You don't want to. Yeah, we've we've definitely um we've definitely brought stuff home with us not meaning to and um it do, it doesn't help that I have a little collection of haunted objects in my house. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> But yeah, we we've, we've brought stuff home with us and I'm I'm the kind of person cuz you know, I I went to seminary and you know, I have a like a logical type of brain process and when I think things out and I always, I always look for logic. So Maria is the one that's, that's you know, very sensitive to these things. And uh, I'm, she told me what wasn't that long ago, which that I brought something back with me. I can't remember. Yeah. Any, but anyway, so I was at work and she was at home by herself, and she calls me in a panic, telling me that there's something there and that I brought it in, and this and that. So of course I rushed home, tried not to give it a lot of thought. That's just the person I am, you know. I'm, all, I'm all, yeah, the girl. That's, yes. So, I, and I'm always, you know, thinking, well, you know, there's probably a logical explanation. You're, it, huh? Yeah. So, yeah, but I'm always thinking logical about this stuff. But anyway, I do come home, and and um, anytime she tells me something, I always go through the house, and I bless the house. You know, um, yeah, if you want to, you can tell them what it was. I mean, it it was that girl from the um opera house that came on with us, and it was uh, she ended up trying to hurt Austin. Um, we had a few experiences where Austin almost did end up dying, Mm -hmm. and it was because of her. Um, Mm. she um we were sleeping um one night and our we had a drink on the bedside table and there was no way that any of us could reach it not even if we like moved our arm while sleeping or anything but like um the drink woke us up because it had fallen off the bedside table into the floor and luckily it woke us up um but there was a whole lot of electrical um, outlets right there. And normally Austin will wake oh, up in the middle of the night because um, he has to get up. But uh, luckily he didn't step in it. But that happened. And then he almost got into a car accident, um, a really bad car accident. And luckily the car stopped itself. But, yeah, uh, the technology. 
he had a few experiences yeah. because of her, so he had to stop it. Yeah. yeah, after those, that's that's when that's when I went through and performed, you know, a house blessing and all that kind of stuff. And it, our house is kind of funny to begin with. There, there's there's definitely you know spirits there, and they've been there for a very long time. Most of the time, they leave you alone, you know. Um, but there's mm-hmm. there's never a moment where you're actually alone in in our house. Oh, I know that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That's um. So that 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 girl from the theater is fascinating to me. Like, just trying to figure out what she is or who she is, why she has a problem with you guys. Is uh. She's a big meanie. Big fat big fat poo poo <laughs> head apparently. <laughs> Yeah, no, we we he don't we really mind. don't know. You know, there wasn't it's we crazy. didn't catch a lot of like recordings about it. Um, we did catch this very demonic scream when we were inside the opera house, and it was on. Uh, we caught it on camera as well. It was it was quite freaky, and we believe that it was her screaming at us, but you know, no no solid proof of that. But it, we caught it on camera, to say the least. That freaked me out. I, I wonder. I was like, whoa. I wonder, you know, the screaming you heard at the the witch's house and then being shoved across the, across the, the, the you know, being shoved and then the hear screaming again. I wonder if that, if that woman is from the witch's house or has anything to do with the witch's house or follows you from there. It's possible that, uh, that we've had stuff linger, you know, and follow us from other places, um, like I said, I definitely I, I provoke things, and it should. My family has some witchy blood in it from generations above me, and I've totally, totally gone against it. I think that that maybe plays into why I get affected a lot by these things because I I, I refuse to go down that particular path, and I chose the path mm-hmm. of ministry instead. I think that plays a role, um, but yeah, there's there's been times where we were we've definitely been followed by stuff, and it's very possible that something from that place followed us on through. Now, do you do you guys get a lot of? Uh, we're not going into details, like too much details, but I know it's private. But do you guys get a lot of like private cases? And there's a one. Is, is there one that stands out as? Some pretty like uh, oh, this person yeah. possessed. Yeah, is there anything that's <laughs> like pea soup? Yeah, viewing well, head turning. Without all that actually happening, with, of course it does happen. That's that's what we hear about. <laughs> yeah, the um, we, we get a lot of we get a lot of people reach out and um, ask for help, but at the end of the day, they usually don't want to accept our help. I'm not sure why. We we did have a interesting house case. Uh, a couple of months ago that we worked on for God, three or four months trying to trying to rid this place of whatever was there and ultimately the homeowner was like you know I'm I I I'm just going to have to try to deal with it cuz we can't seem to to pinpoint it and you know you guys probably know without knowing for sure what's there it's very difficult to to banish you know something it really get yeah. it, you really need to you know its name, know what it is, in order to to really get rid of it, and uh, we never could quite pinpoint it. So that was that was an interesting case that we worked on for for quite a while. 
but I I did have a and I won't give any of the real details, but I did have a uh, a person come to me that uh, that we 100% believed was possessed, and uh, they had gone to a cemetery local a local cemetery and played around a little bit and with things they shouldn't have played around with and this uh this girl got attacked you know something attached to her so my friend calls me and he tells me what's going on at first i'm like man you know this you're just pulling my leg like you know i've never had someone just flat out ask me like hey do you think you can perform an exorcism like out of the blue so i'm like man what's going on are you having a few drinks what you know what what really happened and you know trying my best to be like Try not to get involved because I don't know the situation. And he says, "Well, can I just bring her to you, and, and you use your, you know, your best judgment?" And I said, "Okay, we'll bring her by the house." And it was like what, maybe midnight, something like that. And uh, so I go outside, you know, I, and and talk to the girl, and talk to the people that she was with, and and uh, right before I came out, they told me that uh, she was she was very freaked out that I was there. She didn't want me around. Um, very angry about the whole situation. So I get, I get and sit in the car with her and, uh, asking her questions. And you can tell, like, she's visibly, you know, just agitated, just talking to me. And, uh, she told me at one point that she, she regretted to come in there and that, um, we, she, she used the word, we, we don't like you. I was like, okay, we, like, what do you mean? Who's we? And uh, she, she she just went silent on me, and I sat there for a second, and I was like, "Holy crap! Wait a minute, this is legit." So I get out of the car, leave her in the car for a minute. I tell them what what I think, and um, I had got it in my mind that we what the best route to go because the church isn't open at midnight, and you know cemeteries are technically hollowed ground, so. I told them, let's go back to the cemetery where this thing came from, and, and if you can try to guide me into the right place where you think it is or what you think it is, then maybe we can put it back in its place. So so we did, and we go there. The girl's petrified um, of being there. She hates the fact that I'm there. She's cussing at me, all kinds of crazy stuff. And we found the grave that, that, that she most you know, rejected, like she didn't want to be around that particular grave. So I used that as my my starting point and started, you know, just verbatim reading the uh, the ritual. And she starts to walk away from me, starts screaming at me. And I told my, my friend, I was like, you know, we can't let her get, get away from us. You know, once I start this, we have, like, it has to be finished. Like, I can't just stop. So we catch back up to her. And uh, he kind of holds her still while we're, you know, while I'm, I'm going through this ritual, and she's she's mad and she's angry, and then all of, the, all of a sudden she goes, "Oh my God, I feel fine now. I'm better. I'm better. You know, oh thank you so much and this and that." And I'm like, "Oh well, great, I did it. <laughs> it's over." <laughs> and, uh, my friend goes back to to grab because I, I had left my briefcase. I said, "You know, go grab my briefcase." And I'll sit with her for a second. And uh, we sat down on the ground. And I'm just trying to talk to her. And, and uh, she starts laughing, this, like, very creepy, odd laugh. 
and uh, told me that my time was coming and that I should have never came here. And uh, I looked at her and I said, I said her name and I said, are you okay? And she didn't say anything back. I was like, oh, crap, it's not over. So I get back up, put my stole back on, and start at it again. She gets she gets angry. She tries to get up. You know, I, I make her sit on the ground. And then I get to the end of the ritual, and still everything's the same. So I started using my own formula of prayer. And just, uh, I call it my dad voice, but I used my dad voice, you know, trying to get that oomph. And the next thing you know, she starts vomiting like crazy. And uh, literally, me and my friend, you could see like this, look like a black smoke kind of lift up off of her. I mean, it was just, it was insane. And after that, she has no recollection of anything that happened. It was like a fresh start. Oh, wow. That is that is very very, very inter- interesting. It does yeah, sound intense. I'm going to say that was very cool. Well, I shouldn't say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's interesting that, you know, people, like, still, people think of that stuff as just stuff you see in the movies. And, again, like you said, it's not real until it happens to you. Right, absolutely. You know? I mean, even so, me wow. being me, I was skeptical. I was like, this can't be, this can't be happening, you know, and there's no way. Yeah. And there it is. That is, that is, that is, well, I'm glad that you, you were, you were able to help her. So yeah. when, um, when did she, so when you talk to her, when did she start feeling like, when, how far back did she remember? Like, she could, she, she could remember when we talked. Um, going to the cemetery, like the like the first time, not when I went with her, but she can remember going there. Yeah. And she said she can remember um, leaving, but from the point of leaving until she she said it's blank, and then she just remembers me standing over top of her praying some prayer. She said the whole there's a big blank middle section, which would have been couple hours time lapse because they, they they came to me that night they did that well I've, I've, I've had experiences I had, I had a girl uh, took a friend of mine out to the cabin uh, with the two friends husband and wife went out there we, we went out to the woods and we came back from uh, we're walking back to the cabin all of a sudden this girl, the girl stops and looks at, looks at me looks at her husband and she was like, where am I? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, I, I don't know where I am right. I, who are you? And she you know, obviously didn't recognize her husband. She starts freaking out, starts scratching out her skin. Uh, no. to, I don't know where I am. I don't, want, I don't want to be here. And I'm sitting here. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't have the background to be dealing with this so I'm looking, I'm online on my phone looking at prayers and stuff, trying to figure out what to do. Luckily my friend Howie was doing this, was doing a sh- was doing a show at the cabin. Exorcism for dummies. Exactly, yeah, I was, I was trying yeah, exorcism for dummies, that's what Angie said but uh, I finally got Howie to come down because he, he's experienced, he 
done that kind of stuff before. He calms her down. Turns out that she um, had a uh, experience with um, with an, a Ouija. I also want to say the Ouija board. She used a Ouija board in a, in a graveyard when she was younger, and she said stuff like that happens to her every once in a while. So it's, it's weird when when you experience it because she she like I said she didn't remember she doesn't remember anything. She just remembers that she saw like a. Then she saw a little girl in the in the woods, and she said that she thinks the little girl may have may have possessed her. And I don't know. Yeah. You see, I don't know if she would fake that. Cause there's no reason for her to fake it. I don't. Not, she's not going to gain would, anything from it. She would not fake that. Yeah, like she, I, she just. And she's not into the paranormal. That's she's what not, I was going to say. Yeah. She's not really that invested to fake something mm-hmm. like that. You know. Right, yeah, that that's kind of how I felt with, the, with the person I was with. She uh, she wasn't really into this stuff, so what does she have to gain from from bringing me out into all this mix? Exactly, yeah. I know it's you know there's no there's no financial or financial gain or popularity you're gain. You're not getting on TV. Yeah, you're not making a TikTok, and people are like you get a million views. <laughs> there's no video involved, no nothing. You know, that's the kind of stuff that makes me like, okay, this is real because there's no, there's no reason for her to fake this unless, yeah. you know. And I don't think she's that kind of person or your friend. It's something we read about. It's something that, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are really interested in, but just you just don't realize how real it is until you're confronted with it. So we only have about five minutes left, and I want to – you thought of it to ask my favorite question, and that is, can you give me your top, both of you, you can answer separately, um, your top three paranormal bucket list locations? Money's no object. Just what do you want to investigate anywhere in the world before you go? You want to go? You want to go? All right. I 100% want to go to Peru and investigate at some of the um, some of the uh, temples they have. Stonehenge, want to go there yeah. if I if I ever had the chance. That would be insanely cool. Oh yeah. And I would have to say probably the last one would be. Oh, that's tough. That's a tough one. There's no wrong answer. Probably, uh, yeah, probably uh, Salem. Yeah, I have to go to Salem to the witch trials, and just yeah, and we were somebody's just talking about. Those are all good. <clears throat> all good choices. Or Amityville. I, I, I should throw Amityville in there, too. That would be an awesome place. Yeah, I just gave you ideas. You did? <laughs> just taking my ideas. <laughs> That's your bonus location. Bonus, yeah. Well, she me too. That's true. Um, well, I gave you two of mine. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> um, gosh. Let me think. 
it's tough. When you're on the, you're um, on the spot like that, yeah. your mind goes blank. You're like, wait a second. I forgot where I went. I forgot <laughs> every permanent location. <laughs> I guess one of them, it would have to be the Mayan temples because um, I'm actually Mayan Indian. So that would be one of them. Uh, second one would be, let me think. Um, and this is tough. You took care of mine. Um, <laughs> where is that one? Um, because there's multiple ones, but is it Rhode Island or is it? Okay, so I I don't know the location, but one of them would have to be one of the conjuring houses. Oh, yeah. Is it yeah. Massachusetts? Yeah. Yeah. Rhode Island? Rhode Island. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I thought it was Rhode Island, but I wasn't sure. Um, and then the third one, what is it? I didn't the one. Um, <laughs> the third one. Oh, goodness. This is tough. Did you have to take my... <laughs> I'll give you mine. My top one that I've got to go to is the Winchester Mystery House. That's one she always like, talks I about. Cannot, I, I cannot wait. That is my top. I always get this way when people ask me what I want for Christmas and I cannot think of anything <laughs> I've ever wanted. I'm like, I have no idea. Mm. You know? Of course, <laughs> if people don't ask me the question, they can think of my head. Wait, why is it cutting us off two minutes early? Two ninety said ninety seconds. Oh, 90. We got like a ninety seconds left. I feel like the Jeopardy. Yeah. Music is playing in the back of my head. So much when, whenever she comes on and says sixty seconds to us, because no one else can hear it but us. Yeah, the, the, little, the little British lady told us there have ninety seconds left to go on our show, um, and I wanted well, I wanted to give you guys. A to promote your stuff and let people know how to get in touch with you guys. That was that one. I can't. I don't. I don't think I'm saying it right, but it's uh, Alwick Castle in England. Nice. Oh, yes. Yeah. Definitely. So. Hate to hate to be short with you guys, but we only have like a minute left. I want to actually give, give give you guys a chance to promote yourselves. Like, uh, how do people get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. The best way to reach us: um, Facebook us at Paranormal Three Hundred Four. Um, you can find us on the web at Paranormal Three Hundred Four dot Weebly dot com. Uh, but best way: instant message us on Facebook. We Perfect. Thank you guys for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having us on, guys. All right. Have a good one. Enjoy your vacation. Yeah. Definitely. And we'll see you soon. Okay? (laughs) Bye. Bye. Have a good one. That was fun. That was fun. We're on on to bonus time here. But, yeah, Um, next week we'll be on – I don't know what we're going to do or how we're going to do it because, you know, we'll be living living in a cabin. (laughs) And we have a baby who will hopefully be asleep at 10, 9 o'clock. 
I hope. He'll be so, so exhausted. So it'll be the first week. So, yeah, he should be out. Yeah. So we've got Whitney Zahar, or Zahar coming on the show next week to talk about uh, gen- not genetics. Genocide? Eugenics. 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 I was like, there's no one saying genocide. No. Yeah, we're talking. She wrote a book. We had her on the show a few months ago, and she was talking about. Uh, was it a few months ago? I think it was more like, was it a year ago? Last yeah, year? Yeah, I remember the last year. Everything runs together with this stuff, with the, the pandemic and stuff. The vid. Yeah, so we're having her on the show Tuesday night, and then. The next week is when Jerry starts up. She'll be starting up with us on the 29th. So 22nd, we'll be back, 9 o'clock, Tuesday, November, November, <laughs> uh, July 22nd. No, god damn, June 22nd. June. That's my June brother's 22nd. birthday, by the way. Happy birthday. All right. So, yeah, I can't reach this discon- recording left. Let's see here. 57. Yeah, I don't understand why it made us get off when it's saying we have – this is her say we're on air, though. I mean, it's still recording it, though, so it'd probably still be on the podcast. And she didn't part. come on and say, goodbye. Well, it would cut off on us. So, anyway. Well, anyway, this is interesting, but I want to go finish my show, so. Uh, we will talk to you later. Bye. We'll be here same freaking awesome, different freaking awesome Even, time. Yeah. But same, same freaking, freaking awesome, awesome channel. Bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.